If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way? Suppose I'm going to say hello, Internet. So, and welcome to session... Fifteen? No, it hasn't. We play this once a week, every week. Uh, yeah, session session fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've been keeping track now. Uh, session fifteen of Fallout. When last we left off, uh, they ran into some old knight friends of Lanzo's, who fa- helped him discover that there was something in his head, something that was switching around, some very infor- important concepts to him. Hmm. You were, were you not there, Matt? No, I was there. I remember it. Are you just are you just feigning interest? <laughs> no, I'm acknowledging the I'm acknowledging the thing you're saying. Also, I just it just occurred to me that's why you didn't that's why you didn't let anybody know the particulars of what Lanza was saying. At least yes. I'm guessing. Or you did one of your James that, that, things, or you did one of your James things and took something that wasn't really well established and just immediately came up with a more meaningful reason why. <laughs> Is that one of my James things now? I will repeat the thing where you it's said about the... most of um, your James things, I'm pretty that's sure. That's the most James thing. Remember remember the Chechen candidate where it's like, yeah, I didn't even think about having a second guy until you guys were, like, in the town. <laughs> okay, in, in my defense, the, the major concept was figured out before second one. <laughs> but regardless. So, in order to fix this, because you found you could not fix it without severely damaging Lanso, you guys decided to visit uh, Master Bell at the Brotherhood Cape Canaveral base. Brother. Brother. Steelomania running hog wild. <laughs> right then. So, you guys make it, you guys made it there, and barely listening to the things you were saying about what you needed to do, he ran off and grabbed some sort of device that he seemed very excited about you being shoved into. Oh, right. (laughs) Yes, he handed each of you a form-fitting suit and a set of goggles. Except for you, Lanzo, he he gave you the the end of basically a USB cord. There's a wide smile on his his middle-aged face as he looks you guys over. All right, you gave us some flattering jumpsuits. What? what? <laughs> Come with me. And he he walks you through the uh, Cape Canaveral building to actually, I believe this happened last session, but it's a it's a recap. He walks you through the Cape Canaveral building to a rather large room labeled Space Exploration Simulator Module (SESM). And inside are a number of large egg-like pods. Oh. He looks at you. He looks at you all, smiles wide, and says, "You all are going to be taking a trip into your friend's mind." Um. Wait, I think I. I think I. I heard this story recounted. If we get if we get into trouble, we're supposed to find a telephone, right? 
That's one of the older modules, I believe. All right. Uh, Here's the deal. You put on the suits, you put on the goggles, and you get in the big egg simulators. I'm going to plug you into Lanzo's central cortex, his CPU, so to speak, and you're going to explore a virtual representation of his brain. You can do that? I can try. Hmm. And this this ain't going to risk frying the brains out, is it? Well, only if you succumb to excessive damage in the simulation. Then, of course, you run into issues like shock. Basically, the nocebo effect all over the place. All right. Well, Lanto's a good friend. I'm willing to give it a try. Right. So try to find something out of the ordinary in there. The idea of out of the ordinary from that point of view is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll keep in we'll keep that in mind. Uh, that means that things will be like total tonally consistent then, aside from the problem. Yes, the problem may itself be tonally consistent, but it should still be something that's obviously an outside influence. Gotcha. All right. Well. Let's suit up then. He um, he points over to one wall, which is covered in changing rooms for just this purpose. All right, guys, let's do this. Your belongings will be kept in lockers. It will all be fine. Thank you. Uh, I could expect nothing less. Thank you again, Grandmaster. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being the first ones to test this thing. Hey, first. What, could, what could go wrong, right? All right. What could go wrong indeed? He laughs evilly. It's like one of the other like, scribes or squires around. Yeah, there's a couple of scribes and squires around. Um, there's See? a bunch of people working on computer banks nearby, Let's basically just... managing the pa- vast power requirements of these things. All right, Chris will just like lean over. He's like, See? Is he normally like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, this is a good sign, right? Sure. <laughs> All right, I'll take your word on it. Solid pat on the shoulder. Vespa uh, points at Lanso. Says, Lanso? Yes? If I die in there, I'm dying in your brain, so I'm going to haunt you for the rest of your life, alright? I think I understand. Alright, as long as we're clear. She gives him a a firm nod and uh, a walk to a changing room. (laughs) Alright, all of you put on your goggles, and the goggles themselves appear to be polarized. So any light you look you look at through them has a sort of cross-shaped shine to it that alters as you tilt your head. It's interesting. And the suit itself, um, you feel a bit of a tingle as you put it on as sort of electrical impulses tease at your nervous system. There appear to be electrical ports on the inside of the suit. Like there's plugs all over it or what? Yes, there are a number of plugs on the outside, but also on the inside, touching your skin. Gotcha. Hmm. Appears this is designed to uh, simulate the tactile response, even. Trying to make this as realistic as possible, perhaps. So the old stories were true. We die in the simulation, we die in real life. (laughs) And as you come out, there are a number of scribes waiting for you, each holding a syringe. And they ask for you to put your arms out. 
come this far. That's what it's all about. <laughs> okay. One of them touches the needle somewhat condescendingly to your arm, Lanzo. Injects you full of robo-drugs. Narco-algorithms. <laughs> Narco-algorithms, he's on a arc. Come on. Uh, yes, does anyone object to the syringe or do you just take it? No, whatever, we've come this far. All right, yeah, we're going to kill us and kill this already. You get jabbed and injected. It, the liquid feels cold as it runs through your veins. And as you start moving towards the pods, you feel your movements becoming slowly more sluggish. Okay. On second thought, before we start, maybe I should take a nap. You don't feel tired, per se. You just feel like your body is paying less and less attention to your mind. I think they gave us a paralytic so that we don't climb out of the chamber. It's like all my... I wonder if this is what it's like to have a robot body and to have the wires disconnected. Kid, I do not even want to think about what it would like to have a robot body. You know, if they had thought this through better, they would have given us this after we climbed in the pods. Write um, that down in oh, your notes. Alright, it just hit me. The describes uh, take your arms over, over their shoulders and lead you to the pods and get you situated inside them. Thank you. <laughs> I want I want to imagine that uh, that like Vespa was walking along with him, just look everything's okay, you know. She's she's feeling okay, and then like it suddenly hits her like a brick wall, and she just goes clunk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't feel half my face. Oh. I hope none of you are claustrophobic because as you enter the eggs, the pods close over top of you, leaving you in a small temperature-controlled sealed container with a white screen above you. The white screen slowly expands to fill your vision as it appears the goggles themselves are mimicking what you see before you. Gotcha. Lanzo, they offer you the USB and indicate that you should plug it in a particular port inside your uh, inside your machine body. Keep blushes. <laughs> and that does so. <laughs> There's a sound of burning air as you burn the air around your cheeks. And yes, uh, you plug it in, and suddenly your eyes are filled with the same white light as all of the others. Then suddenly, all of the, all of your visions split into four. A single black line bisects and then re-bisects the screen, cutting into four spots, each each different colors now, and changing whenever you look around. Then it's Then each of those separates into four, and each of those separates into four, further and further and further until... It appears that your screen are, your screen is creating pixels, pixels of a virtual world. It stalls for a moment, and you see that you are, with about the level of Doom One graphics, you see that you're inside a castle with torches illuminating the walls and a small amount of sun, ugh, a small amount of sunlight coming through stained glass windows and the front door of the castle. Oh. I am, like, the least claustrophobic. Whoa, where'd this come from? Chris is going to look at his hands. You look at your hands, and they aren't exactly right, but I'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> you, 
you find that as you look at your hands, they they simply move with your field of vision, so that they're always slightly on the bottom edge of your field of vision. You can't see my legs. I have I have been through a couple of uh, a couple of peyote uh, trips through through the Mojave, and they have not been like. You hear faintly in your ears the sound of generators spinning up and shouting that slowly drifts away. And with a click, you see the resolution becoming even sharper until it's indistinguishable from reality. Oh. Oh, wow. Now then, Lanso, describe your character. Your real character. Uh, I'd say that he's a paladin. With fiery eyes, a helmet, a worn holy symbol, and a bulky body. Um, it's at least three of you know where this is going. Uh, human? Yeah. Good. <laughs> and wielding a long sword and a shield. Uh, he has adventuring gear as well. All right. Now, Josh, please mm-hmm. instruct everyone on how to build a dungeon world character. Is, so, wait. how many of you still have <laughs> Let me find. Sheets. Let me find the PDF again. PDF. I don't have the PDF. It's not what that the actual fuck? <laughs> Surprise twist. Let me was, find here. I got the... I got Surprise here. twist. It was Dungeon World the whole time. Let me find... Hold on. All right, let's see. Hold on, Zach. Here, <laughs> let me send this to you. Welcome to Lanzo's world. <laughs> and actually, Lanzo... While they're, while they're finding this stuff, uh, feel free to describe what they look like. How you see them. What do you think of them? Oh, oh, geez. All right. Um, it is, after all, your mind. That's true. Huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, so we're casting would... the character classes that you think would be appropriate. So oh, I think all right. that even though he is a healer, uh, he, he also knows the power of arcane secrets and things like that and so i believe chris is uh, a, a tinkerer and a wizard sounds reasonable okay uh, he has it, been it, wisened it, by the wastes <laughs> and and knows many things it, uh, does, it does make sense that you consider a doctor to be a tinkerer and a tinkerer to be a doctor yeah, that does make sense. Actually. So are okay. we are we like making like are we like fully making dungeon world characters for this? Um, make the basics. Don't get yeah. Just slap your stats on. Keep track of your starting moves uh, and your racial ability. Okay. And if you'd like, you can write in bonds. You don't have to use the ones that are there because they don't make any sense for anyone that isn't Lanzo. <laughs> right. Uh, then I would say that. Uh, well, yeah, obviously, Alex is a. Um, this the cleric. Although she's she's definitely a princess, just like a really <laughs> holy and good one. Uh, Vespa is. is there I mean, a Rangers ranger? have animal companions, so not that ranger makes sense. She's known for her reputation and her ability to shoot things. She could be a ranger, or do if fighters can specialize in range, she could be a fighter with. Ranged a bit with that focuses on ranged attacks. Oh, let's see. Right. It appears that a fighter, a fighter's signature weapon, cannot be a ranged weapon. 
It, it yeah. ranges from spear to fists. <laughs> spear fist. Then either a bard or you can, a you ranger. Can have, you can have huge fists. Huge, sharp fists. <laughs> She's not a monk. You can have huge, well-crafted fists. Is she, is she a bard or a ranger? He's the I'll leave that one up age. to you. Vespa's always had a large amount of, uh, a large degree of choice in her fate. Might as well. Has she really? Has she really? Well, she's been manipulating it some. Okay. Uh, Through the use of some mysterious points, one might say. I'll say um, evens will be uh, evens will be uh, ranger. What did I just say about control? Exactly. Uh, All right, bard. Barden it. Barden it. Barden thing, bother. Hey, Matt, did you send Zach the thing? What? Yeah, I did. Okay. I sent it to him, yeah. Uh, so what is the resolution mechanic for Dungeon World? Uh, roll 2d6 plus roll 2d6 plus your stat. Okay. Plus your stat modifier, yeah. Yeah, plus your stat modifier. Not 2d6 plus your stat. I would be crazy. You would never fail. Just like fudge. What? And basically how it works is if you're rolling dice, it means that a move is happening. Uh-huh. And the list of basic moves are going to be at the top of that character sheet thing I sent you. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, it's it's just narrative-driven. So you say what you're doing, and then if it requires a move, you say, okay, roll this move. Right. Uh, and then we have special abilities for classes, and obviously those are on the sheet for the class. And I guess it's up to you if we start with any advances or not. <laughs> Which just means you get a couple more moves for that class. Or an extra move per advance. And also an extra stat point. But we can ignore the stat points because we should ignore the stat points. So, all of you are in a castle. You recognize this castle, Lanzo. This is the Castle Tintagel, the ancestral home of King Arthur. Hmm. I did not realize their strange magics would bring us to this place. There is a large set of double doors that enters into the inner sanctum that you remember clearly as the throne room. Ah. Uh. <clears throat> Is this uh, familiar for you? Hmm. It is the ancestral home of my liege lord, King Arthur. Alright. Before us, the doors to the throne room. Something feels amiss. Hmm. Are you ready, my hale and hearty fellows? Yes. Yes? Yes, yeah, yeah, let's, let's do this. Whatever, I got the <laughs> so- stick. So, okay, I have a question <laughs> for you, Josh. Yes? As, because you see her as a princess, does that mean Alex is wearing a dress? Probably a very nice one, yes. <laughs> With chainmail over it, no less. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna change my mind. I'm taking the shield. But it's mechanically the same, other than I have to... Right, right. <laughs> right. So... Your hale and hearty fellows appear to be ready. Do you breach the inner sanctum? I will yes. put my ear against the door and hear if there's anything on the other side. Oh, I'll the, let him do that first, then. You hear the quiet crackling of flame. Doesn't sound like there's anybody in there, or at least nobody moving around. Then yeah, I will open it. You open it, and you see the familiar form of Mordred sitting atop King Arthur's throne. 
light cast about the room by the stained glass windows, throwing reds and blues and purples all over the all over the area. Two great bonfires sits next to, on either side of the door you walk into, illuminating you from behind and casting your shadow across the floor. Mordred smiles as you uh, enter the enter the sanctum. This uh, this your guy or appears to be Mordred. Oh, this is the first time all of you have seen Mordred. Yep. Uh, Mordred is a thin man clad in black robes, his face unnaturally pale and his eyes unnaturally sunken. He has a he has a thin, wispy beard that lines his jawline and almost serpentine red eyes staring back at you. His smile seems forced, as if he's not used to doing it. Hmm. Lanso is trying really hard to figure out if this is Mordred. Yeah, no, Chris Arthur, because it's Chris. He knows that there's some kind of mix-up there. Chris will look around the room and uh, take note. Uh, Is that an action or is it just a thing you do? I am discerning a reality per se. Okay, discerning realities. Uh, Roll plus whiz. I will roll that whiz. He's a wizard, so it makes sense. Fuck! I rolled a three. All right. All right. Hey, I gained experience. You know what you learn? Nothing. Shit. I learned less than shit. I rolled fucking snake eyes. You also get to do, I believe, a hard move if you wish. Uh, not, I don't know not what on, the hard moves not are on dis- this game, but not on discern reality. Oh, okay. That one, um, when you fail, you just fail. No, you he you take a hard move if they fuck up discern reality. Okay. Usually, so you take a hard you move. Fail anything, you, you... Yeah, if you fail anything, he gets a hard move. As you gaze around the room, you realize that um, you realize an unwelcome truth. There are no bodyguards here. If it is Arthur, he's more vulnerable than a king usually is. Hmm. Shoot! I just so do you suppose that since we're in Lanso's head? We see the reversed thing as well. That's what we're trying to figure out. And so, if you uh, you may notice that there's no guard, there's no royal guard around. Indeed. Mordred raises an eyebrow curiously as all of you simply stand there and look around. Mordred, what was the name of your sister again? Uh, what is the answer you're looking for? Um. If it's Mordred, confusion. If it's actually King Arthur, then Arcana. Is that her name? One second. I um, think so. One second. I have to switch things up for a moment. Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, and half sister technically. I think. Yeah, I mean Morgan is also one of her names. She has like fifteen different names. But yeah, Morgan Lefay, I think, is the the generally accepted one. Yeah. Also Morge. Morge. Morgan Le Fay, Morgan, 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 Morgana, Morgana, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. It's it's fine. And also Morg. It's fine, okay. He he looks at you quizzically and says, Morgana Le Fay, you know that as well as I do, Lancelot. Indeed. It's wonderful to see you again, my, my old friend. It's good to see you as well, my lord, but there is a veil over my eyes. 
my perception is wrong. Something you've never seen before happens. Mordred looks at you with concern. Your graceful visage is her I see. You've been bewitched, then? Indeed. And who are your allies? They're stalwart warriors, in the name of justice and peace. Very well. I, I trust you implicitly, Lancelot. And thus, it is with a heavy heart that I must ask you to perform a quest for me. Oh man, I love quests! I mean, yes, my lord. <laughs> Guinevere has been taken. He immediately starts frowning, like, oops. <laughs> Shit, fuck. Uh-oh. She is held in a castle far from here. Luckily enough, some other of the warriors have been, well, others, other knights of the round have made it there, and for the moment she is safe. However, I hear tell that a black-robed group of warriors is rushing to meet them, and before, the, before these black-robed interlopers, the other knights of the round have no chance, not without you. Yes, my lord. I will see to it. I will uh, bring the queen back here safely. Thank you, Lancelot. But I must warn you, it may not be that simple. Her, her kidnapper was Oberon of the forest. Oh. What's that? Damn it. <laughs> if possible, I'll see about treating peacefully with him. But if not, then he has overst- overstepped his bounds. God damn it, that was an accident. Damn it, Josh. <laughs> accident or not, I love you for it. Right then. So. <laughs> so, so, so. Lancelot, I fear that Oberon is under sway of Mordred. And as he says, Mordred, you can hear in the depths of your, in the depths of your mind, if not your ears, the word Arthur intermingling into the word. I see. Well, I shall root out this corruption. Very well. If you leave now, then I believe you should only about be about five minutes behind them. The interlopers move not not far from here. Yes, my lord. And he will stand and get going to the stables. He nods to you, and as you as you leave, you see words appear over the door, the door out of the inner sanctum. The letters D-O-O-M appear, and words drop down from them. Defeat Oberon, overcome Mordred. Uh, what? This feels perfectly natural to you, uh, Lancelot. Oh yeah, no, this shit makes perfect sense. I think we all just accepted a quest. Um, uh-huh. Is the, are we, like actually seen his programming or something inside his head also all right so here's a question yeah would that right there count as prayer and ritual cleansing for the sake of my quest ability uh what is your quest ability when you dedicate yourself to a mission through prayer and ritual cleansing state what you set up to do slay blank a great blight on the land defend blank from the iniquities that beset them or discover the truth of blank then i choose up the two boons and then you tell me from a list uh, what vows I need to take to maintain those boons. Sure. Yes. Yes. Okay, then I will take a quest to defend Guinevere from the iniquities that beset her. Okay. Uh, the boons I would like are senses that pierce lies are probably too on the nose for this. <laughs> uh, an unwavering sense of direction to Guinevere. Good choice. And a mark of 
divine authority, royal authority, which is divine authority in a way. Alright, so basically something that's upon sight is obvious that uh, you hold divine authority? Yes. Very well. Sure. In that okay, case, and you pick... I am yeah. going to bind you to valor. You are forbidden to suffer an evil creature to live. Okie doke. And truth. Because why not? Because why not? Lies are forbidden. Like, because Lanzo's a wonderful liar. <laughs> well, All right. right. <laughs> as you as you push the doors open back out into out into the main hall, anyone else looking at you can notice that upon your forehead, in glowing and burning blue, is a cross, a divine cross. Oh wow! Well, let us undertake our holy mission then. All right. So, just getting Guinevere back from uh, Oberon said. Indeed, who may be under the sway of Mordred. Right. Right. Hmm. Much as many in this land. Well, that's just the first part. The second part is to overcome Mordred. So, we gotta find him somehow. Get him out of here. So, I'm just gonna say this out of character real quick. Yeah. Lanzo's job is to complete any and all quests he comes upon in this world. Your guys' job is to find out what's actually wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Um, am I allowed to call for reactionary roles? Uh, not really. Okay. I mean, if it, if it, if they if if they do something, then they do it. Okay. Like, so nothing uh, like notice checks. No, no. You no. just describe what they see. Yeah. yeah. If we want to find more details, then we can discern realities. Okay. So as you push open the doors, your um, after you notice the cross forming on Lancelot's head, something peculiar happens. For about a half second, your left eye sees blue and your right eye sees red. Mm. But second, but in just a second, it's back to normal. Mm. What was that? That was strange. Hmm. Curious. Uh, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll wait for the second. Yeah, heading to the stables to get a go on moving. Yeah, let's get All right. mounts. You make it to the stables, and there are indeed a number of fine horses there, including your horse, Lancelot. Yay! And uh, as you pass out of the castle, you see that on the rolling hills below, there is a rather large uh, village. Just the village that tends to surround castles. Right, right. Well, but I su- yes, let's, uh, let's, go yeah. to that, let's go to that village and find out what things the peasantry may have heard so that's the nice thing you if you wish you can skip that step entirely since uh lancelot has gained the power of the unerring sense of direction right but uh i suppose what you want to learn i mean if if you want to talk to him at least at the very least we want to pass through the town to see if there's anything up with it anything up well it's gonna be hard not to pass through the town considering it surrounds the castle yeah that's fair Vespa. They're pterodactyls. They're up. Mm-hmm. Dreaded, dread, dreaded t- dungeon pterodactyls. Why am I in a dress? I don't know. Guess you're I, a princess. I, I'm, I'm not used to this. It's gonna make riding a horse really awkward, isn't it? Also, do we know? Do we just like know how to ride horses, or do there's just like this is a thing? You are you are aware how to ride horses. All right. It seems only natural. 
Yeah, I don't know how to ride one either, but look at this. And I guess he's also riding side saddle with his robes. I mean, you don't have to. Chicken legs popping out because you have to hike it up a little bit. Hold on, let me just gird my loins here. Chicken legs? And this kind of makes me wish that there were uh, there were horses out in the wastes. It's actually pretty nice. All all we have are these rad horses. God damn their spider legs. <laughs> <laughs> I I think they're pretty rad. God damn it. So, um, if you like, you can just pass through the village and. See all the people just walking around performing their daily business that uh, anyone with science can only presume is uh, anyone who normally has science in the normal game can only presume represents some form of base functioning in Lancer's brain. Interesting. I crouch walk behind them, put a basket on their head, and steal all their stuff. So <laughs> their stuff is I stolen. I suppose we assume that the layout of this place is like. Lancer's inner workings, then we then we'd be looking for a location that's wrong or out of place. Yeah, probably. I imagine if somebody buried this thing, they probably put it deep. Oh, um, I'll be back. If only you guys had knowledge of Feel free to keep Arthurian it. lore. Yes, if only if one of us had a certain bardic knowledge. She she knows about um, creatures. I mean, it's kind of her thing. She hunts monsters. Let's see. I get it. I guess I could. And uh, negotiate some people. I guess I could spout lore. Chris has probably read some kind of stories on this. I am. I as a player know very little about Arthurian lore, but Chris might have read some books on it. He was kind of part of the, you know, the nerds, the readers, the teachers. I mean, Oberon didn't have a ton to do with King Arthur. But he is the one that led him, uh, that that let him go to Avalon. I think. Oh, let's see. But I've been wrong before, and I will be again. Okay, I am pulling up the wrong Oberon. I think. Wrong fairy king. Yeah, the Midsummer Night's Dream is is slightly more known for that. Idea for new ice cream flavor, a midsummer night's dream. I feel like that existed. It probably does. On their way through the uh on the way to the village, um Hi, I'm back. Sorry. Hi. What say, are you on, doing? on the way through, uh Vespa acquires some kind of food that smells oh my god amazing. Okay. I believe that is a roll. Is it? Is that a roll? Is that a move? I believe so. Um roll plus charisma. Okay, I'll roll plus charisma um, to the bank. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. All right. You find what you're looking for at a fair price. Okay. What's money in this game? It's just coin. Yeah. Coins. Coins. And I don't remember how much we start out with. I think some characters start out with a number of coins. Yeah, they do. I, I, I have none. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't either. I don't see any. I, I don't. Points. I don't see any character that actually starts with coins. You know what? You you rolled so well. Um, there is a delicious loaf no. of bread sitting in the bakery, and between you and seeing um seeing Lancer's obvious divine sign of questly authority, 
uh, they offer it to you. Uh, thank you. It is warm and delicious. Oh my god. Oh, there we go. The fighter starts out with coins. Oh my god. Chris the bard can. Thank you. I'll have some bread. It is warm and delicious. Oh yeah. That's like that pound cake. Yeah, or right? Like savory. You guys get all the good food. She'll hand a, she'll give she'll hand one uh, bite over to Alex. <laughs> Thank you. It's warm and delicious. <laughs> also, I want to point out that you totally got some of that pound cake. Look, yeah, but she had she had no she only got a single slice. They got to eat the entire rest of the cake. Look, you like you give you you give like you could give you could give like a wastelander um a fucking shitty gas station pastry and it will be like end of the world good. And that it won't that it won't taste like piss and rust. Lancelot, do you try the bread? It's, yes. It is warm and delicious. Yay! And you are free to continue on your way. <laughs> We've eaten four or four bites of bread. Yes. Your stomachs are full and hale and hearty. Hooray. Right. Do you pass out of the village Hooray. otherwise unactual? <laughs> yeah, so he so, seems to be a lower level function. Or a, yeah, a lower level function doesn't it seems to have no issues with it, at least visibly. Lancel will keep his eyes peeled for anything that might be askew. I mean, who knows where agents of Mordred lay in wait. <laughs> sure thing. All right. So, yeah, you keep a you keep a watchful eye open as you pass through the remainder of the village. You are not beset by any Mordredian fiends. Mordredian. Yes. <laughs> and on your horse, it is not on your horses. It's not long before you. Oh ca- no! It's a Mordredon. <laughs> on your horses, it is not long before you catch up to your uh, quarry. Crossing the bridge over a deep, rocky canyon are, and it's a sm- it's a rather rickety rope bridge, are four people in black robes. Halt! In the name of the king! Uh, they continue unabated. That is actually, I think, a move of mine. Oh, and about half a mile past them. Yes, I am the law. Ah, I'm about... <laughs> About half a mile past them, you see a uh, you see a forest. Okay, uh, gentlemen, y'all mind uh, stopping for a second? This guy speaks with the authority of the king. Well, I got uh, a nine on I am the law, so okay, they either do what I say, back okay. away cautiously, then flee or attack me. Um, one of them swivels around, puts his hands on the ropes of the rope bridge then spins around and dashes at full speed. The others quickly follow. That ain't what I want to see. That is the opposite of halting! <laughs> they, seem to, they seem to be aware of that fact. Um, uh, uh, do, do we go after them? Hmm. Of course. Forward! How rickety is this rope bridge? Pretty rickety. It's not, it's, it's not likely to, like, break under your footfalls, but it's unlikely likely you'll be able to successfully take a horse across it. All right. Then I will get off my horse and then charge after them. As you begin crossing, they make it just to the other side. One of them stops and pulls out a long jagged knife and slashes at one of the ropes, snapping it and sending the uh, tenth tenth rope 
flailing wildly through the air. <clears throat> uh, can, uh, can Vespa... I'm going to cling tenaciously. Okay. Can, uh, so... Alex is pretty nimble. Can she dart across, even on the ri- uh, even on the unstable bridge? Uh, that sounds like a role you could attempt. Yes. When you act, to, when you act despite an imminent threat or suffer calamity, say how you deal with it and roll. Yes. You're not getting out of the way or acti- acting fast plus dexterity. Uh, actually, that's a good idea. Uh, Vespa will also uh, dash across the. Uh... Across the uh, the bridge, would clinging tenaciously be more a strength or a constitution thing? That's probably enduring. So I think constitute. It sounds like enduring more than. Also, I get a twelve. Okay. Let's see, uh, Chris is also going to attempt to run or climb across monkey bars and shit. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I rolled a twelve. Okay, so, Alex and Chris. On a 10+, plus, we just do it. And oh, uh, yes. It's uh, Vespa who's in trouble, who has to, you have to worry about because she failed. Yes. Um, you're going to take damage in a moment. Oh dear, how, how far down does this bridge go? Um, you could, you could, of course, mitigate the damage by clinging on to a certain degree. However... It is rather deep. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, so what happens then? Um, how do you figure out the damage roll? Um, I, I mean, depends. Depends on what's happening. Assign, as part of, you can just assign damage. I think for a hard move, if you want, you don't have to roll yeah, one so thing necessarily. Like, being, like getting your hands like messed up by a rope and being battered by wooden planks or whatever would probably be like a d4 d6 that does that ignores armor, maybe. Sure, D6 ignoring armor. Okay. I'll roll that. Sure. Unless you want to. No, go for it. Alright, I got it. Oh, okay, cool. One. Nice. Uh, she, I don't know, catches on uh, on, on, the, on it and uh, batches into the side of it. <laughs> Alright. And, and um, Chris and Alex, you make it to the other side just as they are chopping down the other side. Can, I'm gonna stop them from doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my salt magics to magic right. to magic missile that guy. Chris holds out his staff like a shotgun. <laughs> All right. Let's see. They they are by the way physically interposing, so you may not uh to stop you from crossing past them off the bridge. Right, yeah. That's why I'm doing this before they cut the rope and we all uh, fall. And it's bad. Alright, come on. Do I need to do parachutes? Uh, that is a seven. So I'll put seven. myself I'll put myself in a hard place to cast the spell. Okay. What's the hard place mean? Uh basically it's kinda up to you. Uh, let me see what the what the thing says exactly again. Um it's on your sheet two. Wizard. I mean, it could um, be like hanging from the rope bridge. You could yeah. Be... Put your draw and welcome attention to yourself, or put yourself in a spot. The GM will tell you how. Okay. Yeah. Basically, he casts it, but something he may suffer some like 
may imminently suffer some repercussions for it. Okay. So the hard spot you're being put into is as he's cutting the rope, you find yourself with both hands occupied casting the spell. The spell is successful, though. Welp. All right. Let me see how much damage I do here. Uh, five. Five. That sounds like a good amount of damage. <clears throat> All right. Your salt spell emanates from your staff. Yeah. With a loud emanates, bang. <laughs> emanates from your staff with a loud bang. And you hear the scratching and tearing of flesh as it pierces their robe. Whoever it is. And blood shoots out the back of it. And then I guess he falls over the edge and I'll try and catch myself on. I'll try and catch myself on the, uh, try and. Do, yeah. Well, as you say, do we prevent him from cutting the other, uh, them from cutting the other rope or. He is rather severely damaged. However, he has not been stopped. Well, then <clears throat> I suppose since Alex also made it across, she'll take a swing with her mace. This probably won't go well. Okay. In what way are you making this swing, or is it always a strength check? I assume attacking is a strength check. It's either going to be hack and slash. It could be defy danger if it's more trying to stop him than hurt him. But yeah, just say just say what you're trying to just say what you're trying to do, and then James will tell you what you need to do. If you're trying, right? Uh, she yeah, she's going to basically, you know, uh, she'll she'll uh basically shove into the one trying to cut the rope with her shield and shove him back away from it. All right. That sounds like, uh, that sounds like roll plus strength. All right. Oh, all right. Dice. Sure. Uh, that's 12. 12. All right. Let's see. All right. You managed to push him, you managed to push him backwards just as the uh, just as the rope is half cut and straining wildly against the uh, other side of the canyon, however, he has not immediately dumped you down. What is your plan? Um, oh yeah, what do I? So what do I need to do anything for the being on the half bridge with my hands occupied? So that's the thing. You do not have to do anything. Uh, I'm saying at least because uh, because uh, Alex has succeeded at that role. Okay. Um, Otherwise, you would have been you would have had a hard time stopping yourself from falling. You regained the use of your hands. Right. Right. Cool. Um, can I cast? Can I do another thing? Or sure. is it them? Is it them's turn? Actually, no. I don't, it's, I don't know how turns work in this. Actually, no. Isn't it always? It's usually pretty narrative. Yeah. It's basically yes. you go with a narrative flow, and shit happens when it happens. All right. Fair enough. And you try to be um, sure. I will. Uh, I will cast my. Uh, I will cast unseen servant to. I will cast. I will conjure an unseen servant to. Uh, hold the bridge in place. All right. Um, which is one of my cantrips. And uh, how, uh, is, is oh, any of those three still standing? I think two all of them. them are. Like all okay. four of them are still standing. One of them just got shoved backwards. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Vespa uh, draws. Uh, she she uh, she will notch a bow or notch an arrow and uh, let loose. All right. Sounds like a volley. Uh, I believe is dexterity. Yeah, roll plus dex. All right. I got a ten. Ten. All right. Roll your damage. And okay. unseen servant succeeded, but I rolled a nine, so I choose to forget the spell. Okay. So the bridge is for the moment holding. Um. Also, Josh. Uh, uh, weapons don't have any special damage or anything. You just it's just a damage die. 
Some of them. Some do, yeah. but your bow, I think, is just regular. Okay. Are you aiming for the same one that's been hit by the salt blast? Yeah. Okay. All right, I got a. What's uh, okay? It's just uh, it's just the five damage die, no bonuses or anything. Yeah, just d six. Okay. Yep. All right, got a two. All right, you got a two. Yep. Cool. Uh, the person you shoot at lets out a yelp and fall uh, and falls unceremoniously to the ground. And yeah, Lance is going to start trudging his way up towards all these wohos. Okay. You discern chanting from uh, from one of the... How does it work when I attack if I don't roll anything? Uh, you ask us to roll defensively against them. Or ask well, us what you we're describe doing. What, you, Defend, you, describe yeah. what, you describe what they do. We describe what we do, and then we usually will roll like a defy danger. Uh, if we attack them, hack and slash, they can get hits, and if we don't roll 10+. plus. Um, and basically, if we ignore what you say and just do something else... You can deal damage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, then think so about. Say, well, I don't care about that. I'm doing this instead. Then you, if you've set up the, if you've narratively set up the damage, you can just deal the damage. If we don't react to it. Yeah. That's okay. The, that's the thing. And hack and hack and slash. If we roll a seven to nine, then they then both both parties connect. If we fail, then they hit us. Um, and then also, I think if you get a ten, then you can elect to take a hit and roll extra damage. Yeah, with hack and slash. Yeah. All right. Sure. So, Mom steps up and begins chanting. It's clear that he's casting form, some form of spell. Um, do uh, do enemies work on the same spell list? Uh, you just describe what they're doing. Ah, so I mean, like basically, when you assign enemies, you can say, "Well, they have the spell, and the spell, and the spell." Sure. And then you just assign them a damage die usually. All right. Um, the the one in black chanting. Thrust his hand, thrust the palm of his hand down towards the uh, the bridge below, in a rather similar location to your unseen servant, um, Chris, and projects what appears to be some sort of glitching wave to it. Ooh, it appears to be some form of glitch in reality. And uh, that is Lanzo close enough to interpose himself and his shield between this wave and the unseen servant that's holding the bridge together. I'll let you roll for it. Okay. So that a defy danger with Khan? Um, if you're defending it, it's a defend, wouldn't it be? Which is also Khan. Sure. Okay. I got an eight, so I hold one. Uh, I can have its attack. I can have its effect or damage. Deal damage to the attack to my level, or redirect attack from the thing you defend to yourself. I will take the hit because I don't think Unseen Servants can take very much damage. Uh, no, in fact, an Unseen Servant that takes damage or leaves your presence is immediately dispelled. Okay. Yes, I'll take the hit. Sure. Um, in that case, take 2d4. Feel free D4. to roll. It's the only dice I didn't have out. I can roll a 4 if you like. I got it. Okay. That is 5 damage. Does armor protect? Um, that's a Good question. If he's doing magic missile, it doesn't say anything about armor penetration. Then it probably doesn't. Or it mm-hmm. does. If it doesn't say it pierces armor, it probably does not pierce damage. Okay. Right. Or pierce Morgan. Right. Fireball specifically yes. ignores armor. Yeah. <laughs> armor does not make things less hot. Usually. In some cases, it makes them more hot. All right. Okay. Yeah. And um, as you receive the 
blast of glitch, you see that the you manage to interpose yourself, and it passes somewhat through your shield and starts sending shocking pains through your legs. However, you're certain it does not pass through you. Okay, then uh, okay, I'm going to work on closing the distance so I can chop these motherfuckers to bits. Lance, leave one, please. I think we just found one, but don't, don't belong here. Now, how exactly does load work? Load, load is encumbrance. Uh, yes. Yeah, it's just encumbrance. And it's... what is the weight of a person? I do not know. I don't know if they specify. Well, yeah, I think in the, I think in this case they really only use it to see how much your characters can carry, rather than worrying about two. This is important because the unseen servant that's holding up the bridge has load of three. Yeah. Uh. Well, let's just okay. So they have for... more than three people versus gear. Yeah. If it beca- if he becomes the only thing holding up the bridge instead of supporting it, he's not going to last. I mean, a metal shield, which I'm assuming is fairly thick, is two weight. Yeah, a spell book is chainmail armor is only one. A spell book is one weight. Yeah, it is at this moment that um uh, that the second rope holding things up snaps, and the entire bridge rumbles as your side is separate as the opposite side of the canyon bridge is separated. Son of uh ah shit. Uh, uh. Uh, I'm going to try to grab whichever one of my buddies is closest and defend not able to hold on to something. Right, uh, so is that going to be a defend? I mean, I'm mostly trying to cling on to the thing and grab someone, so uh-huh. it's more of a defy danger. Okay. I so think. De- defy danger to help someone else? Uh, I mean, it's just it's defying danger. But um, it, all right, everyone, I think you all like, have to defy danger in some way or another. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, uh... Pick a, pick a reason. Perhaps not charm. <laughs> no, let me talk gravity out of dragging me down. It's like, hey guys, can you give me a hand? Guys, robes, please. Guys. <laughs> uh... Shit, if you're gonna... Ask, nobody's ever asked us nicely. Kim's oh, cool. Uh, uh, I... Vespa is just trying to, to just make a break for it and run as fast as you can. Leap for it when it comes to it. Yeah, uh... Alex is already near, I think, the other end of the bridge, so she's going to try and leap the last bit of distance and get onto ground. Okay. Yeah, Chris is also going to try and close the distance, get to the other side. Okay. Alright, 7 for dex, 9 for strength, 10 for dex, 8 for dex. Alright. You all manage to be... You, you all manage to be in some de- to some degree near the rock walls. Uh, Chris, are you willing to let everyone else fall without you? Um, you are fairly certain that as it stands, no one is going to die. Let's see. I mean, he'll try to he'll try to grab somebody. I don't really have anything that can stop people from falling. <laughs> My unseen servant could try and absorb the impact of one person, but that's about it. <laughs> um, I mean, given that you are. Uh, a healy, uh, a healy type of person, per- personality-wise. Yeah, no, he probably he's gonna try. He's gonna try to uh, to stop people from falling. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Is there anyone you would like to save? Let's see. Um. Let's see. He'll grab Vespa. <laughs> yes, I was hoping you would choose Vespa. He'll he'll throw a, he'll throw his staff out with one <laughs> hand. All right. 
everyone except for uh, Chris and Vespa take a d6 of damage. Um, armor helps as um, you tumble down the sides of the, the side of the canyon. It's, uh... it's not a straight vertical drop, but um, it is rather steep, and there's a lot of rocks on the way down. Oh, ouch. That was not a good time to roll high dice. Uh, Alex takes five damage. Also, hey, uh, since I didn't see anything about it, Josh, is there any limit to how often you can cast spells in this? Um, I mean, there isn't because there's always the chance that you can roll that you oh, can roll right, shitty. Oh, right, that you just fuck up even if you're doing something like healing, so. Um, but if you're a cleric, I think you start, don't you start with bandages? Yeah, I, I kind of have it. Yeah. Yeah, bandages are a good way to heal without using a spell, because, like, the way I, I try to do it is if you're not in combat and you roll a spell, the only real option, unless you're in a dangerous situation, is for you to forget the spell. Yeah. So people can't just cheese it by going, oh, I, I choose, I'm in a spot in this safe campground. In a ah, right, so yeah. Yeah, so, well, you can, I think, probably throw away that one when it's shit. Um, people are metagaming, so it's either forget the spell or take a minus one going forward until you have a chance to recommune. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, she, she falls. She takes five damage doing so. Ouch. Yep. Um, I think your shield can reduces a little bit of that. Yeah, unless no, you roll a six. That's that's that I rolled a six. Okay, I wasn't sure. Vespa uh, catches on to the staff, uh, slams against the side of the, uh, just kind of like hits hits a little on the side of the rock wall, and then immediately looks down and, and uh, calls for uh, Alex. The shouts for Alex and Lanzo. Alex, also, I guess I should worry. I may be slightly worried about the robot, too. All right. There are a number of things you notice as you fall to the bottom of this canyon. You notice that as you look towards... Rocks hurt. Yeah, they do. As you look to one side of the canyon, you notice that uh, the canyon empties out into the sea. And in fact, the canyon walls were cliffs as it ends out as it ends in that direction. You also hear the voice of Sir Lamarack shouting his death shout as you hear him run from the direction of the forest, presumably towards these road figures. And you also notice something else. A pallid, green-skinned head popping out from the ocean waves. But something's in the water! Alright, first you're alive. Okay. I mean, do they, do they stop falling? Are they still in... Yeah, you, you are at the bottom of the canyon. Okay. Ow. Okay, rather than she's like that. Okay, is it just like a, a, a small river? Are we on the bank of a river? Or um, long or dry? You mentioned an ocean, but I'm trying yeah. to figure out where that is with, in relation to where we fell with, since we were crossing a bridge, crossing a canyon. Basically, you're in a canyon, and a, a good deal, um, like a good, say, 100 feet off in one direction of the canyon, say the right of the direction you were going, is uh, the ocean at your level. And the canyon walls themselves were cliffs. Okay. And so it's just flat ground here, flat yes. rock and stuff. Yeah, there's a that, good amount of flat ground here. That hurt a lot, and yet a lot less than I thought it would, in that I am still mm. alive. Yeah. Let's uh, all look around, look for, like, any way back up aside from, like, going into the ocean and looking for a beach. What are you looking for? A way up. Uh, a way any way back, back up. up that isn't... Yeah. I mean, it is 
pretty rocky wall. It is possible that if you move towards the ocean, you will find a beach that goes around and eventually crops back up. Okay. Uh, Lady Alex, are you well enough to walk? Y- yeah. Are you okay, Lancel? Lancelot? She, she, she <laughs> realized she should probably call him here. Yeah, she'll take it. Wins. Yes, I'm fine. I've seen much worse. I bet. You've seen some of it. I suppose I have. Um, hmm. Let's head this way. Look for a way up, I think. Y- yeah. So you're going to head towards the ocean with the head sticking out of it? Yep. Okay. So as you approach, you notice that, uh, well, the head itself is about three feet in diameter and sort of rolling back and forth. And it has no skin. Its uh, its its muscles are completely visible, pulsating. Do you continue approaching? Uh, I have a question for you. Is it reasonable? Because I want to I want to spout lore, but realistically, Alex has no idea what most things in this world are gonna be. Yeah, but we also just knew how to ride horses, and you know magic, which you don't know. Yeah, yeah, that is true. The reality is imposing a certain consciousness into you. Actually, there is someone who, once you see the full, once you see the full form of this thing, will know exactly what it is. All right, yeah, I, she'll get a little closer. It doesn't seem to be dangerous at the moment, so she'll cautious. They they need to go there to find a way. Up, so she'll cautiously approach. It begins approaching, and its and its body begins to rise out of the water. Its torso as well is completely skinless, and there appears to be black blood rushing through yellow veins. Its arms seem oddly proportioned. They seem to go much longer into the water than you would expect from a normal human. And as, as you start expecting to see legs, you instead see a horse's head pop out of the water, with one single blazing eye set in the center of its face shining red light across the canyon walls. Vespa, you recognize it. You don't know why you recognize it, but you recognize it. Sure, what is it? This is a knuckle of thee. Okay, uh, alright, then I guess I ask you a question about it. Sure. Uh, is it malicious? Um, let me double check. That might be a spout lore check, if you're trying to figure out particulars. Uh, no, I... Something. I uh, so Bardic Lord, Oh, yeah, no, right, you're... I ask one question, and then the GM then asks right. me what tale, song, or legend I've heard, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Um, okay, right, yeah, Bardic Lord is awesome. Yes, it is malicious. Okay, okay. Uh, Lancelot, well, it is also evil. <laughs> well, I was about to ask that. <laughs> you can tell. It just looks it. Does one of you shout something to the effect of it's going to attack and we should probably kill it? Uh, Vespa just shouts. She's like, I know that thing. Get out. Run. Hold, Alex. This thing reeks of evil. Evil. Oh, right. You can't suffer an evil thing to live. Because you can't suffer an evil creature to live. Lanzo has to fight it. Uh, Do you think we should just go? I mean... Oh dear! He charges. As and as it as you as I assume run to meet it, its full form comes out of the water, 
and its arms hang low down the sides of the horse's body. The horse itself also has no skin. And as, it br- and as the horse breathes, uh, an acrid green smoke issues from its mouth. I say the knight equivalent of, I'm a wreck you. I'm gonna get Lancer, you. Lancer, wait a sec. I'm I can, um, let me do something to help, I think. I mean, you can do it. He's he's charging at it. So gonna sword. Okay, I can't do it if you charge, because I have to hold your weapon to make it magic. <laughs> okay, if if you ask nicely, you'll so pause briefly. I can um be like, tune up, enhance your wep- your sword. I don't know why I can do this here, but I can. Oh, so he will hold out his sword. Yeah, and look at she... the thing, and then at you, and then at the thing, because it's getting closer. Okay. Yeah, and she will cast magic weapon. Okay. Seven. All right. Uh, what does that mean? So, uh, so I cast it, but yeah, all right. Uh, so I'll say I cast the spell, so it goes off. So Lane, so uh, you deal an additional one d four with that weapon. Nice. As long as nice. I'm keeping up the spell, uh, and I take a minus one to any other spell casting I try to do while maintaining this one. Nice. Nice. Uh, uh, and I'll say because the evil thing is approaching, and man, I just cast a spell. I I, I draw unwelcome attention. Yeah, as you um, as you move your hands around and and, and a holy light casts down from the heavens onto Lance's sword, the the knuckle of E recoils for a moment, more in rage than in fear, and then the horse and the man in unison turn their three eyes towards you, and it begins to charge. I will meet its charge. All right. Uh, which I guess would be a defense. Sure. You can, yeah, if you're, you can try and def- defend me particularly, or you yeah. can just hack and slash it, I guess. Roll plus con. I mean, if I hack and slash it, it might end up hitting you. Yes. Uh, sweet, 10. So hold three. I will redirect the attack to me, have okay. the damage. Okay. And you open up the attacker. You hold them so you don't have to use them all right away if you don't want to. But you can. That's true. But I can only use the hold every time you're attacked. Well, yeah, I'll use. I'll redirect it to me and have the have the effect, and hold the last one for later. Okay. Sure. All right. So it deals its damage. I'll roll it. Please take four ignoring armor. Oh, jeez. Okay. And is, is that after or before having? Um, that is after having. Oh, jeez. Okay. It rushes as it rushes forward. It reaches its arms out to grab a hold of uh, grab hold of Alex. You manage to knock its hands out of the way, but the horse breathes an acrid smoke onto you, and you can feel it biting at your flesh. Flesh. But I'm gonna That's bite one. at its flesh with my sword. All right, bite and at it's its more flesh. more stabbing than biting. Yes, bite at its flesh with your with your sword flesh biter. That's that's my sword. It's not actually my sword. Uh, okay, sure. That's a 13. 13, eh? But that's just a 10. So uh, I will hit it and deal damage. Do we want to eat an attack to do extra damage? Do what? Uh, you, when you roll 10 plus, you have a choice to let them deal damage to me. Ah, yeah. But deal an extra 1d6. I will not do that. Okay. So I will deal my damage and roll really fucking low. Uh, 3, R- 4 damage. Remember, remember extra d4. Yeah, I'm rolling a D10 and a D4 plus one for my sword, and I got a total of four damage. Okay, oh, what else geez. we got? I, I assume every one of you is going to get a turn before it goes again. 
but yeah, it's usually good to just bounce around and see what other folks are doing. You can usually describe like a little bit of what it's doing, but don't make it a clear and present until it's its turn again, sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you run your sword into it, and it's met with a sickening squelch as some of its black blood rushes down the blade of your sword. Um, let's see. Alex will... Are you, um, if you do something else, you have to cease working on the magic weapon? Uh, no. If I cast a spell, I'm at a minus one because I'm maintaining the spell. As far as I'm aware, okay. I do not have to maintain concentration. Yeah, there's, there's actually, too. there's actually a, a, an advanced move you can take that, uh, make, that actually shrugs off the minus one. You guys. Uh, but yes, uh, so, yeah, uh, but you know what? Fuck it, I'll try it anyway. Uh, I will, uh... Alex will attempt to mend some of Lanzo's wounds. Roll that beautiful beam footage. Actually, nah, I'm gonna smack it. Changed my mind. <laughs> Alright, that's reasonable. <laughs> Alright. Uh, strength, I think? Yep. So, seven. Seven. All right. So I deal uh, I deal my damage, but it gets to make an attack on me. Okay. That attack will deal half damage because I still have that one hold left. Ah yes. Uh, All does, right. Does it just sort of do its damage? Since I don't tend to roll dice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just well, does its. You roll its damage, but yeah. Well, yes. Yes, when it's because I got a seven through nine, I just take the the em- or the enemy makes an attack against me which i assume means it just automatically deals yeah. damage as you though it describe what it attack. does and then you roll damage die yeah okay you bring your um, how much damage do you do again Sorry. i do 2 to it all right you bring the mace across the horse's face and with a and with another loud squelch and as it brings its head back down to face you a a small gust of its acrid breath casts over your body take Three damage, ignoring armor. Okie dokie. Yeah, she winces and stumbles back a little bit. That's got a little bit on us here, so that's useful. It's been a while since I've kept track of a numerical hit point value. Right. Right then. What's going on upstairs? Oh, yes. Um, at the moment, you hear the familiar rageful shouting of Sir Lamorak and the loud clanging of sword against sword. And you, you find it hard to tell who's winning, who's losing, or if it's stalemates, just shouldn't, shrieking. Shouldn't uh, Vespa, the other two, be able to tell since they're there and didn't fall? Oh. So aren't Vespa, Vespa and Chris are still at the top of the cliff, right? I'm sorry. I, um, I, I, I'm sorry if I was unclear. I meant to say that uh, they fell without damage. Oh, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, I thought they actually managed to stay up no but basically uh, basically chris managed to um managed to prevent vespa from taking excess damage oh okay my okay. bad okay. i thought yeah i thought we were at the top of the scene that's why we weren't doing anything i'm very yeah. sorry it's okay <laughs> so uh, yeah you two can do things at your leisure to this knuckle of uh yeah uh fuck it vespa uh noshes the narrow what's All right. this yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris throws down. Chris throws down another salt blast. I uh, I failed, like hardcore. Oof. All right. What happens then? I don't know. Oh, right. The moves. The moves. 
Yeah, so like using, up some, using up resources is one way, so you can say, okay, that'll cost you an ammo or something like that. Because right. instead of counting particular arrows, you just have an ammo count. Yes, and sometimes it goes down, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, or uh, or something bad can happen in general. Okay. Like, a lot of things. Alright, you knock an arrow and fire it, and it appears to be going directly on target, but the knuckle V wrenches back, and the horse head grabs the arrow in its mouth and shatters it. Lose one ammo. Well, that that was not what I expected to see. Holy shit, I rolled a 14 to cast the spell. Alright, you oh, cast damn. that spell! I cast the shit out of that spell. That sounds like a damage roll to me. Yeah. Uh, I do seven damage. Nice, nice. Alright, you throw your staff out and with a loud bang, salt flies out of it. Now, normally... Salt is not very effective on this sort of creature, considering it's a salt it's a saltwater sea monster. However, it's not accustomed to this speed of salt. <laughs> as, yeah. the, as the ferocity of the blow rips open at its black and leeching skin. Well, not skin, it's sinew. It appears to be in bad shape. However, it is still raring to fight. Well, okay. I'll give us on the fight. And Lanso is is directing its attention towards you today. Lancelot, cool. sorry. I will redirect my attention towards it. Except right. my attention never wavered. Go for it. Let's stab this fucker. Do it. In a stupid face. Wow. Oh, okay. Or not. That's a straight-up fail. Did you also, like, roll snake eyes? I rolled a 1 and a 2. What's oh, your health at, by the way? Uh, I'm at 19 hit points, I think. Yeah, 19. You try to dodge. You try to dodge to the side, but you're not accustomed to this sort of reach on your foe's arms. It manages to get a hold of both of your arms, rendering your sword momentarily useless. And the horse breathes directly into your face. You can feel it seeping into your ears, your nose, your eyes, your mouth. Take eight damage, ignoring armor. Ouch. Okay. Wizard. Or cleric. As, as as Matt has revealed, the Nuklevi is indeed a creature in mythology. It is indeed a creature. Yeah, I know. I, I looked it up to see... It's like, I couldn't get a great image from your description. At, yeah, least, not is, as, at least not as good as an actual image. Yeah, it, it is a peculiar creature. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, this is one of the traditional pictures of it. Yeah, I saw that on Wikipedia. It was just hard to see because it was black and white. Yeah. There there are a number of images of it, but it is typically pretty static in its imagery. Right. So, anyone except uh, Lancelot, what have you to say in this conversation of battle? Uh, Lancelot's taken a few hits. Now, Alex will try and heal him. Alright. Sounds good. Place a hand on his back and... Are you keeping the uh, magic weapon, or are you? Yes, I will, keep the, I will keep the magic weapon. You touch, okay. you touch your bizarre, you touch your huge chunky bracer to his back. Uh that is a nine. All right. So I'll say. Let me give my choices again. You can take a minus one. You can forget a spell, yeah. or you can put yourself in a spot. Uh, I will. I will take a. Minus one until uh, until I have a chance to commune. Okay. Roll that damage. Or roll that undamage. Anti-damage. <laughs> roll that negative energy damage. 
Uh, land so restore five hit points. Excellent. All right. Uh, Vespa is going to uh, Vespa is going to uh, knock another arrow. All right. Roll plus dex. Yeah, and Chris right. is going uh, to Chris is going to keep shooting shooting. He's going to keep giving it his salt. Make a terrifying salt monster. I got I got a nine for. Arrows and I got right. twelve. So damn, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. No one can stop the whiz salt wizard, <laughs> right? Uh, His salt magics are feared in the land. So on a nine, you get he to make a choice. Staff. You either have to reduce your ammo by one, get minus one d six damage on your attack, or you have to move, placing you in danger. Uh, I'll move, placing myself in danger. Uh, You're I, closer to the GM's choice, in fact. Oh, okay. So it could be like, oh, there's falling rocks. Okay, yeah, I'll uh, I move closer, move uh, in a way that puts me in danger. All right, um, make, make me some form of defy danger roll as you step back and with a mighty scream, Lamarack has a, appears to have knocked someone into the canyon. Okay, <laughs> uh, I get I get a nine for defying danger, and also I do two damage. Okay. So that puts you in another choice. So, here's your choice. Take the hit and do the damage, or don't do the damage and don't take the hit. I'll take the hit. Okay. Take four damage, as you deal two damage in turn. Okay. You 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 pull the arrow back and resigning yourself to your fate, you let it loose, and it screams past the knuckle of V, cutting a large gash in its shoulder, just as... Um, just as the armored arm of the one of the figures in black comes down on your shoulder. Okay, so is it still holding me? Uh, not particularly. You you can you can get three to perform your action. I also hit it for six okay. damage with the magic salt missile. Okay. Right. And then uh, yeah, Lance is gonna twist free of its grasp and then bring up his sword in a shining arc. It's extra shiny because of that spell. Oh my god! I rolled the same thing. <laughs> oh. Blanco is way less useful in his own head than he is in real life. <laughs> so what'd you roll? I got a five. I failed again. Okay. Hey, you're racking up that experience though. You um you try to dash into it with a familiar move that has slain many a foe, but it pulls its head back away with an unnatural um, twisting of its neck sinew. And it leaves a cloud of the acrid smoke in its in its path in the path behind it. Take another four damage. No armor. Cough, 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 cough. And it's going to try and press the advantage, rearing back, and is going to try and bring down its hooves on you. Uh, how big is this thing? Um, it's about all in all about nine feet tall. Okay. The horse part, or the man on, or including the man on the horse part. <laughs> I assume that's including the man on horse. Yes. Okay. That's, that's, all, that's all part. Yeah, Lance is going to put up, try to basically brace himself and get his shield up in a way where it will hopefully deflect some hooves. All right. And so, maybe put the thing off balance, but okay. yeah, define danger. Defy danger. I see. Yes, finally. Uh, that is a 12 if by strength or 11 if by enduring either way. Yes. All right. So you deflect the powerful strike of the hoof, barely managing it to 
man- barely managing to stop its lethal force by sliding it down to the side and past you, leaving a large hoof print in the dirt next to you, and it stumbles lightly. Who's up? Uh, Crizzle cr- cock his staff again. <laughs> Ejecting a salt <laughs> shell. Of his salt magic. Nerf magic missile, please. <laughs> I guess you could say it's assault rifle. Uh, please nerf. You right, salt, bro? Alright, let's see. I'm gonna fail this eventually. Uh, Not quite yet, though. Uh, I roll an 8, so I'll take a minus 1 going forward. Okay. And let's see what we do here. Uh, I do 6 damage again. <laughs> 6 damage. Nice. Alright, it seems to be sort of wobbling on its feet. But you feel the uh, you feel the strain of having cast so much so quickly. Yeah. Who's next? Ladies, take it away. All right. Uh, all right. Oh, you go. You go ahead first. All right. Uh, Alex has seen uh, Lancer take a, you know, been taking the brunt of most of the hits, so she is going to stand in his defense. Excellent. Roll plus con. Uh, that would be a nine. So I will hold one into acting in his defense. Okay. Vespa, Lanza. Pray. Uh, Vespa locks another arrow, takes a shot, and I fail. Um, what, by how much? Like, what's, what was your number? Uh, no, I just straight up fail. Like, I got, I got, I got a four. Six or lower. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, just gotta check the list again. All right. As you fire your arrow and it sails wildly into the ocean behind, you can see in the far distance, you and you alone can see in the far distance, three more heads pop up from the water. Guys, we got more company. Ah, shit. (laughs) I mean, we haven't killed the first thing, though, so we have to keep fighting it anyway. Yeah. Alright, um, Lanzo is, is gonna stab this motherfucker. He's All done. Right. Rolling he's, strength. He's over this big, muscly horse dude. Okay. Okay, thank you. Twelve. Twelve. Roll it. Uh, I will take the hit to do extra damage. Wow. So you just take its damage? I'm, I'm hoping that someone will spend a hold to have that damage I took. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and... And uh, Alex will put her shield in the way of its counterattack or uh, in order to uh, intercept some of the damage. So she'll have the damage that Lanzo takes from the. All right. Alex, you place your shield close to your hey. face and jump in front of Lanzo. The, its gust of breath cuts to either side of the shield. Lanzo, as she raises the shield, you duck under it and deliver a powerful strike and you lop off the beast's horse head. Suddenly, its bright green eyes just go dark on the on the human head, and it falls to the side in a heap. Okie doke. <laughs> the dogs of war are let loose. Where's that dog coming from? Cry havoc. Oh my god, there's dogs. Is that from my company? There's dogs. All right. And uh... Vespa, you see the heads in the water poke back down under the sea. Yeah, uh, I don't know when they're going to be here, but uh, let's get out. Like, right now. 
We're going. And you all smell smoke and see it rising into the sky. From? Uh, The direction of the canyon um, that was opposite you when you started. Your destination. Looks like Uh, we should continue onwards towards the the town. Towards the castle. Yeah. Alright. So, you set out and... Actually, as you approach the beach, there appears to be fairly a fairly easy climb back up to the top of the cliff. No roll necessary. Okay. Okay. Yeah, make our way up. Make my way up town. Alright, you guys make your way to the top of the uh to the top of the cliffside. And you see first that the forest is on fire. Um and second, you see that Lamarack is fallen and alone. Oh no. I will rush over to Lamarack's side. Chris will attend to Lamarack. Uh, unless, uh, how dead does he look? He's not. He's still yelling. <laughs> does he look injured? Classic Lamarack. Oh, he is very injured. He's been run through several times. His hands, white knuckled, grip the grass below him. Uh, Chris will. Let's see. Uh, hmm. Chris will slip in one of his healing potions. You have healing potions? Yes, I took. I got three of them along with my uh, along with my Some bag of books. Some of the starting kit has them. All right, if you're willing to expend that resource, sure. Yeah. You you pour it down his yelling throat. He coughs a little, <laughs> and um, he settles down lightly, almost as if he's running out of steam, which. Lancelot, you've never actually seen him do before. And he he begins to just lay there. His wounds are fairly severe, and he's in no position to go anywhere from here, but you believe for the moment he's safe. Hmm. He needs immediate attention. You fought valiantly, Lamarack. What, what was that? I, I said, you fought valiantly, Lamarack. I'll bring the men who did this to you to justice. Fear not. Don't do it for me. Do it for Guinevere. And Lancelot nods and grasps Lemurak's hand. Shits a single manly tear. Oberon dies today, Lancelot. Um. Oh. Uh. Our, since since we're on the other side of the bridge, is the dude that we killed still there? Uh. You can go check it out. Yes. I'm going to investigate him if he's All there. Right. Oh, if not, there's the one that's at the bottom of the cliff that nearly hit. <laughs> yeah, let me just <laughs> that, climb that, back uh... down there with the three terrible horse monsters. So I suppose roll plus whiz. All right, I'll whiz it up. Wait, the what? Discern realities. All right. Uh, that is a nine. Nine. Ask a thing. Let me see. Uh, da, 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 da. I need to go back to the moose. I don't remember the questions off the top of my head. What is, your, uh, what is here? What is here? I will say before not... you ask, sir. I will say before you ask, what you find is not a person, but rather an empty set of robes. Okay, what here is not what it appears to be? Hmm. What here is not what it appears to be? I mean, that everything as as it appears to be is a legitimate answer at the moment. But yeah, well, it appears as if he has vanished without a trace. That is not true. <laughs> All right, so there should be a trace, but there isn't. You smell, you smell the smell of burning flesh issuing from the forest. Mmm, gotcha. Uh, see, I get a plus one when acting on that answer. Yes, uh, 
Alex, in the meantime, will say to, say to Lancelot to... Um, yeah, I'm back, sorry. The men in the... The men in the black, the black hooded figures, I think they're related to your hacks. Not surprise me. We'll hunt them down on our way, but we must save Guinevere. Of course. Yes, I believe the one. I believe the ones that we have slain have uh, ended up in the forest. They're burning <laughs> the rest of it. But if they're burning, then what set the forest on fire? Was that not them? It may have been. They might have burned. They might have burned the dead to cover their tracks. Uh, oddly extreme. I have a feeling they. I have a feeling they know why we're here and what we're looking for, and they're probably stopping us from finding that. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> so keep an eye out for black-robed figures. Um, and I guess Chris will see if he see if the see if the uh, if the burning corpse in the forest is anywhere near the entrance. Try and look for that in that raging forest fire. Uh, is that discern realities again? Uh, unless it's uh, I obvious. think it's just... Yeah, I, well... Oh, it's up to you. Because I don't um, think... It's not a search for hidden things. Sure. So it's uh, either... The, the, although, or if, I can, or if I can see it, then it's a defy danger to get it. Uh, yeah, the body appears to be about ten foot into the fire. I see the... Okay, I see, I see the, the body. I'm going to make a run for it. All right. Nah, be careful. Defy danger. All right. Is uh, to move in and out quickly? Would that be Dex uh, or would it be uh, strength to drag it out? Uh, Dex to go for Dex to uh, try and try and just be as fast as possible. Strength to. Uh, I'd say I'd say your choice. All right. I'll go with Dex. All right. I it would be Dex or like Con to just endure the flames. Oh, I'm on fire, <laughs> but this is important. This sucks, but it's yeah. Right. I'd, I'd also, I'd also. Or, um, remember, you can also roll int if you can think of a plan to use, like quick thinking and thinking of a plan that will, that would let you. The only plan I'd this. have is to try and find the route that's least on fire. <laughs> I, I, I'd also accept wisdom to face your fears and rope. ignore the pain. Um, What'd you roll? Let's see, oh, I didn't roll yet, but uh, it's all the same unless I'm using int. So let me just roll. Uh, do, 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 that is a seven. Seven. All right. As you get the halfway in, you realize that getting this thing out is going to hurt a lot. Do you want to get it and take damage, or not get it and not take damage? I will get it and be hurt by the fire. Okay. Take five damage ignoring armor, and you successfully retrieve the body. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, he walks out and, like, dra dragging the thing behind him and coughs and pats out his robes. <laughs> oh, that sucked. You alright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that... that... I've been worse. Oh, and by the way, Lancelot, your unerring sense of direction is saying that the uh, castle is directly through the burning forest. How big is the forest? Uh, the forest is rather large. Could circumvent it, but it would add about thirty minutes to your uh, add about thirty minutes to your travel time. There doesn't appear to be a safe way through the fire. I mean, um, at this at this point, the flames are starting less to slick at every on fire path. Of course, there's less fire here and there. It it is not impossible for you to make your way through the uh, through the forest. Um. Uh. But out of curiosity, what are you doing with that body? 
Chris? Uh, Chris is going to look. Chris is going to look it over and see what it's. Uh, see if it's human. Uh, look for any discerning marks since it was. Since it's, I'm guessing it's naked, stripped out of its robes or yeah. whatever, and tossed in the. Uh, so yeah, look look for it. Look for any distinct marks. Um, see if it's a. See if it's a dude. Um, it is a human male. But it is difficult to tell much more than that, as it is blackened and charred through. Mm. All right, so they appear to take on the guys. Uh, they appear to they appear to take on a human form in here. I should have been too surprising. Should should have taken speak with dead. Yeah, I should have taken I should have taken commune with spirits. Neither of us took this thing to speak to to, to talk with dead guys. Well, spirits I think is more than just like spirits. I think is more like uh like arcane or might natural spirits not necessarily the spirits of the past uh well actually no i can just i can talk to any ghost basically <laughs> oh <laughs> that what it does talking Maybe. to ghosts and talking to ghosts um what i will have alex do though is use one of her rotes uh which is uh guidance so i'll have her use guidance okay how's that work i'll first i'll roll uh, I get a nine. Okay. So, uh, the symbol of the symbol of your deity appears before you and gestures gestures toward the direction or course of action your deity would have you take, and then disappears. So the message this... is through gesture only. Your communication through this uh spell is severely limited. So, seeing as her like basically her holy symbol is like a pit boy, I can only imagine the symbol of her deity is vault the, boy. Is vault boy. <laughs> I was really expecting until you said it could only right. be gestures. I was thinking that the radio on her holy symbol turns on and tells her where to go. <laughs> um, oh, also, um, so the, it appears to be. It's not just like uh, it's not just uh, ash and like smoke. Like it's just the body's too damaged to determine anything else. Yes. Okay, because I was I was gonna try and clean it up with prestidigitation. I mean, you can clean it, but it's not gonna deal do yeah, much yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So tell me about your deity. Well, the sort of idea is that since, I mean, Alex barely knows anything of actual religion, but what she does believe in is machines. So her, her deity is basically the, is, is basically like effectively a more benign version of what Sam's character was going for. All right, so somewhat you robotic could... in his tendencies. Robotic and probably like the ghost in the machine. So the all seen I... robot. Oh yeah, you all can also you can also determine his precepts. <laughs> no, yeah, I have healing. I I should healing and uh, restoration. Cause... Okay. All right. Oh, because she fixes machines. So. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So um, so you're okay with it being Vault Boy? Yes. All right. Vault Boy stands before you. His cheesy grin. On his face, he uh he throws a he throws a hand up with a, into a thumbs up and points over his shoulder into the forest, whips around and starts walking. Soon enough, he is caught on fire and he is he puts the standard surprised face on, but he continues walking. <laughs> well, is he well. is he also does he also have like a film grain on him? Yes. <laughs> so that just happened. I will start heading out because the Lamrack will survive with that potion, right? Unless someone comes to finish him off, yes, he will survive. 
anyone coming to finish him off has to get through either a forest fire or across a broken bridge, so he's probably pretty safe. He'll be okay. Problem. Also, you know, he's just your mental representation of Lamarack, and the real Lamarack is in no way in danger from this. Okay. Yeah, so I don't if, like if you want to make your way directly through the flames, roll me some form of defy danger. Just walk through it like a boss. Vault Boy showed her the way. She's just gonna, she's gonna tell herself that none of this is real and the flames aren't real and therefore she should be fine. And uh, power through with mental fortitude. Chris will Chris will follow her because she has a program that's telling her where to go. And also we're following Lancelot, who, seem, who seems to have another program that's telling him how to navigate this. So, come on, baby. Uh, I'll go with, uh, oh, Jesus. I'll go with Wisdom to follow Vault Boy, hopefully not into the, wor- not into the Badlands. I have no time for your faith. I'm going to be cold hand of science. How much HP do you have, Alex? She's got 14 left. Okay. Or no, 11 left. Yeah. Ah, fuck. I rolled four. <laughs> we both we both become the most on fire. Well, like Lancelot got through just fine. Ow, all the fire. He's on a holy mission. Nate, in, 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 their, in your absence... It's called have... faith. They've decided to walk through the flaming forest. If you wish oh. to follow them, defy danger in some way. Keep in mind, uh, half of us have caught on fire now. Through the fire and flames. We carry on. It's not working uh, well for all of us. Well, she can't just let them, like, do that. Lanzo made it through just fine. Yeah, she'll, uh... <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Yes, it is clearly not impossible, but the flames are ever-present. <laughs> my character sheet loads here uh i'll i'll maybe do a thing um okay never mind um yeah yeah uh she she tries she tries to run through maybe try and help others along the route as well so uh dexterity or just running fast sure okay some might say you gotta go fast rolling around at the speed of sound i got a 10 all right. <laughs> so. Well, I actually got an 11. Nice. Even better, but not actually really doesn't matter. Um, All right. So thinking quickly, you managed to move around here and there, predicting where the, fi- the fire is going to spread next and beating it to those points. Lancelot, as the flames lick at your skin, you start to feel your confidence waver for a moment. But then the cross on your forehead glows bright blue, and it feels as though the fire is issuing away from you. You are ultimately unharmed. Uh, Alex and Chris, you take four damage without armor. As the flames lick painfully at your skin. Ow, 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 ow. Uh, God damn it, I'm on fire again! <sighs> I'm on again. fire a goddamn uh, again! As we go through or near the, the end of it, Lanza will lay a hand on um, Alex, and there'll be a soothing light potentially if I roll well uh okay so I got an 8 which means that I heal the I heal for 1d8 okay and but then I take that damage ah tanking it Oof. uh so you get healed for 4 
and I take four damage. Take that gish. Okay, so you basically take her burns for her, because that's exactly yeah. what she took from the fire. You're taking the entirety of the burn, and you feel pain issue up through your arms and down through your legs. Um, she, she sees that he's getting hurt. You, you didn't have to, but thanks. We must press forward. It suddenly occurs to her <laughs> that human Lancelot is really, really amazing. Yeah, because robot Lancelot is only normal. He's amazing, but not in a hunky knight in shining armor kind of way. He punched over in an cool APC. cool robot shine of armor. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's awesome, but... I really wish you'd ask him if his wounds hurt, because he's unable to lie right now. <laughs> <laughs> My senses register pain. <laughs> it's like, doesn't that hurt? Yes, immensely. <laughs> Right, but as you all clear the... <laughs> Terribly. Oh, jeez. You make it to the center of the forest and the flames abate. They have, you've, you've finally outrun them, and if you move quickly, you can make it to the end without running into additional burning problems. And as you, um, as you breach the other end of the forest, you see down the bottom of a valley the castle in which Guinevere is being held. You guys all right? I've been better. And on that note... I will be right back. Although before I go, I guess Lanso in response to, is everyone alright? Lanso says, no, not really. This really hurts a lot. And also I was covered in acid earlier. <laughs> Ow. Lancelot, have you killed anybody? Yes, but they were all bad. <laughs> Are we gonna die? Yup. <laughs> Lanso's the new guts. He doesn't wield a sword big enough. This seems like a thing... This seems like... It, because this seems like a thing Vespa would probably notice in particular... Uh... Uh... Alex is kind of staring at Lanso with a dreamy look in her eye. She's just... She's kind of... <laughs> doesn't comment. She doesn't comment. <laughs> this is a conversation for later. <laughs> Or never. <laughs> let's go. Let's go never. Um, let's go never. So, you lick your wounds, and I assume move towards this castle. Well, I mean, does anyone want to bust out some bandages or some healing potions? Yeah, no. Yeah, who's looking super, uh, super hurt? Uh, I'm down to seven HP. I have 16. eight. Okay, I have you're... eight out of twenty-five hit points. Here. Uh, yeah. Alex will offer the healing potion that she had. Slurp it. Uh, if you have any bandages, Chris is total game for one of those. Uh, I do not. The cleric only gets them if you choose the staff. Gotcha. And I, I did not. I chose something that I could fight with Ed. I chose a one-handed weapon. Right, so. right. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I should take an extra healing potion instead of the three antitoxins. Didn't you say... Oh, you have three antitoxins. Well, I have All three right. healing potions, too. I used one of them. Um, you may consider using another here to yeah. heal yourself. I might. Because my How only, much my does only that heal for? The healing potion? I don't know. That is a good question. It doesn't say. Uh, it might be in the book. Oh, I go fire. The, uh... Also, do... Real quick. How much damage does hack and slash usually do? Um, I mean, it does... It. Oh, it just... Is it just it straight up? It hit points automatically, which is... Oh, nice. Oh, cool. 
Wow, that actually heals Chris. Because I've been rolling yeah, more than he was damaged. I've just been rolling d6s. Yeah, for it's just, I rolled a it's, d6 for a damage at the maze, but yeah, that's the thing. Unless your weapon says it does anything extra, or unless you have anything, you just roll your you roll your damage die, which is a d6. Yeah. So there. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, there is a damage d6. So yes, cleric rolls d6 for damage. Yeah. So I've been doing that. I did just completely overlooked that. Yeah, there are some weapons that can do extra damage, but um, for the most part, it's just your damage die. Yeah, my lung sword is plus one. Yay! Yay. More like my lung sword. Okay. Alright, are you guys all yes. stocked up and such? Yes. I think okay. so. Alright. Good to go. So you pass around your various supplies as you walk down the valley to uh, to the castle. Is there enough time to uh, is there enough time to re-prepare spells? Do you want to take that time? Eh, nah. I don't remember how much time it takes. Some amount. Yeah. I don't Meaningful know. Some amount, just... I'm sure. We'll just head our. We'll just head on down there. All right, all right. So you stumble down to the doors, licking your wounds from the Nuklavi and the fire, and you come to the massive double doors of this castle. I assume you breach. Yes. Yes. All right. Lancelot is the best well, at doing that. Yeah. Yes. All right. You open the doors and you see Percival and Tristan slumped against the opposite wall, covered in blood and clutching stomach wounds. The blood continues to the door into the inner sanctum. Uh, are they alive? They are, and they will survive, but they are unable to fight. Right. Okay. They, say, yeah, they, they say nothing, but acknowledge your presence and hold their wounds, trying not to, trying not to just moan in pain. All right. Okay, then yeah, gonna... So you're opening the doors to the inner sanctum? Cool. Yes. All right. You were interrupted by a rather grisly scene, and there's a lot of things going on. Strewn, about, strewn variously about the floor of the inner sanctum, lit by the stained glass windows reflecting the light of sunset, and the, and the flames casting shadows across the ground are Bors the Younger, Pelinor, Uain, and, the, and all but one of the black hooded figures. Well, so one. <laughs> the remaining one pulls his sword from the stomach of someone you know quite well, Lancelot. He pulls his sword from the stomach of Galahad, your son. Uh, gotta roar in charge. All right. Everyone else outside of your outside of Lancelot's blood fury, you notice on the opposite wall near the throne, there is a tall, about six foot five, gangly robed figure in green robes standing atop a tranced out Guinevere holding his hands near her head. Lancelot, make me a roll. Just a hack and slash? Yeah. Whatever you like. Okay, I got a I got a ten. Alright. Roll damage. So Okay. Uh are you still upkeeping that spell on his sword? Oh uh, I think it automatically lot. ends at the end of combat, I believe. Uh, I was going to want to go for healing, but I never ended up using the healing spells out of combat for fear of losing it for the rest of the encounter until she rested. So... No worries, no worries. I just I, I do nine damage. Nine damage. Oh, pretty good. All right. Something happens that shocks you. He turns around and brandishes his sword at you, but before he can bring it to bear against you, you whip around and chop his head from his shoulders. And it and the hood tumble to the ground, cloaked in shadow. Can I make it, uh, 
So, Alex knows that in spite of the quest, their real goal is uh, to figure out, a w- either find out find out more information about what's wrong with Lanso and possibly cure it. So she's going to take a close look around at everything here in order to try and, for that end, and I'm going to discern reality. Uh, that's a 10. All right. So what are you looking for? Uh, so let's see. I'll say, I'll ask, first of all, what here is not what it appears to be? You look at Oberon, and you can see emanating from the um, the blackened hole where his face should be. You see a red light and a blue light simulating eyes. All right. Uh, what is about to happen? Victory. Can I can I ask clarify for whose victory? Your victory. All right. Hmm. What should I be on the lookout for? Unseen allies. That's interesting. As the um, as the robed figure's head tumbles to the ground, you hear victory music playing through the throne room, just some form of tinny fanfare. The back wall displays the phrase Project Doom Complete. Oberon disappears and Guinevere runs toward you, Lancelot. So, uh, is that it? There's something else... Uh, yeah, she's going to look around. In particular, I guess she's going to take, since they haven't gotten a good look yet, she'll take a good look at the bodies of the cloaked figures. All right. So as you're, as you, uh, so you move over and to the person that Lancelot just knocked the head off of and remove the robe from the head, Mm -hmm. the blood seeping down your arm. Uh. And you see Lancelot. What? What's going on here? It's at this point that um, Guinevere speaks to you, Lancelot. She says, thank you so much for saving me. I, 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 suddenly small glitches start overtaking the world and everything starts starts fading to black. And suddenly you are in the throne room of Tintagel again. The same throne room with the same Mordred sitting in the throne, but something's different this time. One of his eyes is shining red and the other is shining blue. His mouth hangs open, agape, as uh, as purple light emits from it. And, um, then, and then someone you recognize walks in, Lancelot. A man about six foot five, a long gray beard and gray hair, a scarred face, one blue eye and one red eye. You stand before Merlin. What is the meaning of this, wizard? Lancelot. Not, not you, Chris. The other one. <laughs> I, I figured. Lancelot, you nearly made the biggest mistake of your life. Mordred has Mordred has been watching. He's been watching your every move, waiting. So, to be sure, his eyes are a normal red and blue and not the glowing red and blue that right. everything else has had? They're standard uh, red and blue. You, you've been doing something to people, haven't you? Have you seen it in people's eyes? I have been influencing the situation. Yes. Oh, you, you... That's right. You did that to us earlier. Oberon, too. I saw it just before he disappeared. Mordred is rather powerful. I don't have the ability to do much besides stall people. So what is your purpose here? I am here to defend against the influence of Mordred, which 
Chris and Alex, you can only assume means he is some form of internal antivirus program. Right. Hmm. That's Oberon was under. If Oberon was really being controlled by Mordred, then did you make him flee so that we wouldn't kill him? <laughs> no. He snaps his fingers and uh, in green robes roll down his body, cloaking him in darkness. That was you. It was. What was the point then? Why do you have us? Because you had us go and do all that then. Was Mord- it to- Mordred had you go and do all of that. And the whole time he could see through your eyes. Guinevere, was, Guinevere Lancelot, was about to reveal some very important words. Words that would unlock the door to Arthur's most precious treasure. That is what Mordred is after. And that is why he has altered your mind. So Mordred's taking the place of Arthur? Yes. He walks over to the throne and puts a hand on Mordred's shoulder. He's completely unresponsive. I don't understand. I thought the curse just made him appear as Mordred. You're saying that's really him? Or just that he can see through his eyes, too? Here, Mordred and Arthur are a mercurial being. This and that's one and the other. I don't really get it. They've, they've, well, Mordred's made both of them into the same character. Let me put this in words you may understand. I am asking for you to go on a quest. This time to help help fix Lancelot, right? Undo the virus curse, I mean. All that matters is that Mordred does not get his hands on that set of words that Guinevere was about to say. Okay. And, and to ensure that, you must kill his spies. He, put, the, he, puts, he puts his arm out in front of him and four black robes appear on them. You're going to need these. What's that? We'll reach forward and grab one. Yeah, Chris will take one. Yeah. So does Vespa. Yeah, Alex will take one. We're going in disguise. Yes. And this time, I will be able to stop the knights from wounding you. You will be at your full strength in the final confrontation. Though what other corruptions there may be, I can't say. And it's at this point that Doom once appears, once again appears on the wall. D-O-O-M. But the words that were previously displayed below it shrink back into the letters. And it now reads, Duplicitous Operatives of Merlin. And that's where I'm going to call the session. Nice. Yay. Everyone have fun? Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Yes. Yes, very much so. I'd like to thank Kevin for coming up for a sick rad idea. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I, I assumed that's the, the, the overall idea and not the Poi Dungeon World idea. Right, that one was that was that was for the moment. <laughs> you can have all the credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was cool. I liked a lot. Yeah, no, I always like a weird Groundhog Day plot. <laughs> those, those are pretty great in general. I mean, it makes sense. We're just inside a program, so in the Lancelot's yeah. programming, it the same one can run as much as possible, or variations of it can. <laughs> Alright, so any questions, comments, suggestions? Uh, none at this moment. 
If I have anything, I'll let you know tomorrow when I've had some time to think it over. All right. All right. In that case, I am going to call it into this session. All right. Good night, Internet. Good, Good night, night, Internet. Good night. Good night.